Before we begin today's Tanya, for Adr, the second day of Adr Aleph, Bey's Adr Aleph, in the previous chapter, in Perik Chavav, the Alter Rebbe said that the solution, the Eitzah, to getting rid of the sadness that comes from worldly things, is to recognize that those things that seem to be Yisudim, that seem to be negative, bad things, are coming from the concealed world, and the concealed world is higher than the revealed world, the concealed world being God's thought and intention, and the kindness that comes from there is a kindness on God's level, God giving of himself, whereas the, cons- the goodness that comes from the revealed world is goodness on our level. In connection to this, the Rebbe once spoke, Benegetu Arashi, in the story of Yosef standing at his father's deathbed, when Yaakov Avinu was, was passing away, and Yaakov says to Yosef, I know that you have hard feelings. You have a bad feeling in your heart about why I buried your mother on the roadside. And so he explains, just before he passed away, he explains to Yosef why he buried Rachel on the road. And that is so that when the Jews, the children, Rachel's children will be going into Golos, be taken into Golos, they will pass by her, her grave, and they'll be able to be mispalo there, and that will give them the strength to survive the goals. So the Rebbe asked, how could it be that at such a moment, Yosef was having negative thoughts about something his father did? But Bechlau, it says that one who doubts his teacher is as if he's doubting the Shekhinah. So how could it be that Yosef had doubts as to his father's wisdom or motivation in burying his mother on the roadside? The Rebbe explained that the heart feeling that Yosef was having was not that he had some doubt as to his father's motivation, the goodness or the wisdom of burying Rachel on the, on the side of the road. On the contrary, Yosef knew that his father had a very good reason and that everything his father did was godly and divine and had divine reason. What bothered Yosef, the heart feeling that he had in his heart, was that here was his father on his deathbed, the last minutes of his life, and Yosef had tried all his life to live up to his father's level, to gain his father's degree of godliness. And one thing remained beyond his reach. He didn't see the godliness of his mother being buried on the side of the road. And he knew that that was a divine, godly thing. And the very fact that he knew that it was a divine thing, that it was godly, and he didn't understand it, that's what he felt bad about. That he hadn't gotten to a level where he could see the godliness that his father sees. And Yaakov, on his, with his dying breath, elevated his son, elevated Yosef one step higher, one more madrega, one more lesson in life by, by showing him the godliness that was eluding him. And the same is true with Maharer Achashchina. If one doubts that what God is doing is correct or, or good, that's Maharachashchina, that's doubting God, and that's not allowed. But when one knows that whatever God does is for the good, because it's coming from the concealed world, which is even higher than the revealed world, and what bothers him is not that it might not be good, but the fa- it bothers him that it is the ultimate good, and the ultimate good is beyond him. It bothers him that it's beyond him. 
It bothers him, why doesn't he see the goodness? Why doesn't he see the godliness that, that, is, that must be there, that is, that is certainly there? And so he's mispalo. He davens and he asks that those things that he can't see the godliness in should be revealed to him that he should be able to see its godliness. When they get the sadness that comes from spiritual concerns, the al says that for this you need special time. This spontaneous sadness is not godly. It's not coming from the godly soul. It's coming from the Yetzirah. A true sadness is one that comes as a reflection of the relationship. This doesn't mean that a person can't do tshuva spontaneously. We find all the time, almost common occurrence, that a person going about his business, minding his own business, is all of a sudden overwhelmed with a need to do, to do mitzvahs, to become a better Jew. And he does, he becomes a better Jew. And it's a spontaneous tshuva that comes from above, from that part of his neshama that never sinned. And the neshama hears the divine voice, the heavenly voice, that calls Jews to tshuva. And from there, that, that impulse, that feeling, filters down into the mind and heart, and the person becomes a Baal Tshuva, even though he was totally unprepared. But that's Tshuva. Here we're talking about sadness. A spontaneous sadness is not coming from the Neshama. It's not coming from a godly place. It's coming from a Yetzirah. And therefore, it should be dismissed. And instead, he should tell himself, that for true bitterness and true chadota, for true tshuva, I need to have time to sit and think about God and to reconsider my behavior in light of my relationship with God. Now, for Bez Adar Aleph, Pedik Chav Zayin. And if the sadness is not coming from sins, this is a benani. His sins are ones of the past. And concerning those, the Rebbe said, tell yourself that this is not the right time. So that's appropriate for sins committed in the past. So you can say, you don't have to take care of it now. Set aside a time and you'll take care of it properly. So not now. But if the sadness is not from sins, they're from bad, unholy thoughts and unholy in, in, inclinations that are, that are occurring in his thought. So it's not something that happened in the past. A Benini does have unholy thoughts occur in his mind and unholy feelings in the heart. So here, the, the, the state, the advice of putting it off for later is not, is not appropriate. Here we need another, a new advice. So if these unholy thoughts occur to the Benini while he's not davening or learning, but when he's involved in worldly affairs in his business, then then he shouldn't be sad. On the contrary, he should actually be happy with his lot, with his condition. And that is, that although he has these unholy thoughts, they occur involuntarily in his mind, he is able to remove them from his thought. He successfully dismisses them and rejects them. 
and he fulfills in doing so. He fulfills what it says. There's a there's a mitzvah, a commandment. You should not follow your heart and your eyes after whom you go astray, by whom you're led astray, because a person is led astray by his eyes and by his heart, or by his heart and eyes. And this verse is not addressed to tzaddikim because he wouldn't, God forbid, describe tzaddikim as going astray or being led astray. Uh, the, the heart of the tzaddik doesn't lead him astray. It leads him to godliness. And his eyes don't lead him astray. His eyes lead him to godliness. There's an interesting Rashi, an explanation in Rashi, where Rashi explains the apron that the Kayan wore. So Rashi says that my heart tells me that it's similar to the apron that the the duchesses wear when they go hunting. And uh, one of the one of the Mefarshim and Rashi say, what does it mean my heart tells me? Rashi walked out in the street and he saw a, a woman riding out to uh, to the hunt, a duchess riding out to the hunt. And Rashi was concerned why he had seen this. Because he never saw anything unholy. So why would he see this? So he explained to himself that it must be in order to understand what the what the apron looked like which the Kayan wore. Because otherwise a tzaddik doesn't see what isn't holy. So a tzaddik's eyes don't lead him astray, they lead him to godliness. So the verse, the, the commandment must be addressed to a benani. A benani. A benani similar to him, to this person who is feeling sad over his unholy thoughts. Whose unholy thoughts can be both innocent or or not or prohibited. Innocent meaning it's an unholy thought, but not but not a sinful. So when he when he dismisses it from his mind, he is fulfilling this negative commandment. The commandment is not to follow the instincts of the mind, of the heart, and of the eyes. So what is the joy? The Rebbe is saying that he should be happy. So I can understand that he shouldn't be sad because he's because he's successfully saying no to the Eight Sahara. But where's the joy in that? So the Alter Rebbe goes on and he says, The sages say, the Gemara says, that when one sits and abstains from a sin, he is rewarded as if he had actively performed a mitzvah. Which means that if he's tempted to sin, and he doesn't, it's as if he did perform the positive mitzvah, the alkane. And since he is, in a sense, performing a positive mitzvah, so it's not only a negative thing that he is not doing a sin, it is also a positive thing, like a positive mitzvah, which is a cause for joy. So instead of being sad over the fact that he gets these unholy thoughts, he should be happy with the fact that he can dismiss them successfully and be a Benani. In the Hayyim Yayim, for the second of Odr Aleph, Bez Odr Aleph, the Rebbe writes that Rabbeinu HaGodel Hazokim, the Alter Rebbe, Sidr Lefnei Anash, Ho'aveida B'Meyach, Ho'lechapish Esa Emes, set out for Hasidim a striving, a program, 
in which one strives to find the truth in the mind. To scrutinize and examine every movement that everything a person does should be, should conform with emes, with truth, and this should come through effort. It's not, this Aveda is not as some mistakenly think, they think that Aveda must mean pulverizing mountains and shattering stones, turning the world over. The absolute truth is that every effort, whatever the effort might be, with a true intention, is enough and sufficient. Making a bracha with intention, then vart and davenin, kedeboi ba'achonas halev, will be a deal of neimiata emed, saying a word of davening properly, with a, with the proper preparation of the heart and in, in awareness of before whom you stand. A posak chumish be a dia shehu dvar Hashem, learning a posak chumish in the awareness that this is the word of God. A posak tehillim. And a good character in in expressing friendship and bringing another person closer with affection and love. It's true that all this simple aveda doesn't come easily. It takes great effort to be simple. It comes through a lot of learning and understanding. Each person according to his level. The Oz, Hashem and then God will help him. That he should be what truth demands.